This coming Sunday, Film Forum will be bringing a touring program of independent and experimental Spanish cinema to L.A. called New Landscapes for the New World. It will be at the American Cinematheque at the Egyptian Theater on Hollywood Boulevard and at Cal Arts. Our music, film, and arts commentator, Jesse Lerner, sat down with the programmer of New Landscapes for the New World, Garvinha Ortega, to talk about the upcoming screenings. Tell me something about this program and how the curatorial project began. Well, uh, everything started when I was working with Kathy Gerritz at the Pacific Film Archive. And I was working with her. Uh, I moved from Spain to work with her uh, to explore in depth um, the curatorial work. And since they weren't very familiar with the recent experimental cinema made in Spain, I began building this program to make this new generation of filmmakers known to the American audience. So basically, this film series compiles some of the most interesting names of the recent experimental cinema uh, made uh, in the last years. Now, next Sunday night, the first program of the series is going to be shown. This is the Los Angeles premiere, I believe. Can you tell me something about the program There's Something Else? Well, um, first of all, I would like to say that I'm very influenced by the Cinema 16 kind of curatorial approach. So I really like this kind of programs where uh, you can feel that uh, there are very different energies, themes, and uh, somehow it's eclectic and challenging for the audience. Cinema 16, the famous New York venue curated by Amos Vogel. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thanks. So um, I really like to put films together that are somehow challenging for the audience, as I said. And regarding this film series that we are presenting next Sunday, um, I had previously a list of pieces and names that I wanted to include in in the show. So I worked designing the best programs to highlight each film. And then I thought... Um, and I saw that there were themes and, and somehow uh, resonances in each program, and then the titles came out. And in this particular program, uh, I really want to, to explore somehow in um, the idea of, um, I don't know, uh, how the human being is doing a path from darkness to the light, from illness or stress or anxiety of nowadays life to the cure and to something else, uh, what the title suggests. Uh, I'm not going to say what it is. I don't want to spoil it. And then the following Tuesday, December 7th, there's another program, the second program at CalArts in Valencia, can you tell us a little bit about the inner geography? Uh, all the films uh, of that program describe somehow landscapes, all kinds of landscapes. Um, some of them talk about external landscape, but as the program goes on, we can see that la that landscape becomes internal somehow to link feelings to spaces. So I was interested in those concepts, um, the relationship between space the body itself, the movements we can do with that, and as, as a landscape somehow um, that reflects feelings. So that's like a very general concept. And again, there are like 
more themes and links between films that I hope the audience can connect somehow. Would you like to talk a little bit about one particular film in one of the two, one of those first two programs? Um, there is a, a film that I really like because when I saw it the first time, it was like um, I was amazed by that. Um, the film is called The Fence, and it's um, made by Nacho Martin and Ricardo Iscar. And this film is a very stunning documentary-style work that uh, won the Best Film Award in the Berlinale in 2006. And we see uh, how some fishermen of Andalusia in the south of Spain uh, have come out to the sea and they ritually form a circle with their boats to practice a very old art that is uh, catching tuna. And this is just, I mean, this is the, the main uh, concept, but it's just beautifully shot and basically it's a, like a battle between man and nature that is wonderful. Now, one of the filmmakers, Luis Verdejo, will be at the screening on Sunday, uh, and he's here in the studio with us as well. Could you tell us a little bit about your film, Forest in the Desert? Forest in the Desert? Or Forest in the Desert? <laughs> Which is it? Any option, is it's right. Yeah. So, all of them, all of them are right. Um, this is a short that I made in 2006 because uh, I co-directed a short film with a friend of mine, Jorge Dorado, in 2005. And it was a very good experience. But I felt that I wanted to do something for myself. So that next summer I was at home and I planned to shoot some stuff because I was coming to the States and said, okay, I will shoot this and that and that other thing. And I have this cousin of mine who is 14, so I will write something else for a 14 years old uh, kid. And I use this footage from the internet, so I just pictured an idea to make these shirts by myself. So I made the entire thing, and I never, I never expected that it was going to come out of my computer. And suddenly, somebody asked for it. I saw it like a very rough cut. They liked it, and 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 I spent a month trying. I mean, making the 35 millimeter print. I work a lot in the sound, and uh, it ended up having like a Dolby digital sound. So I suddenly something that I made for myself, I suddenly noticed that the world was like in the mood of watching it and it became like kind of, I don't know, popular. So it is amazing for me that four years later it's going to be screened here in LA where I live nowadays. And I don't know, I'm, I'm so proud to be part of that program. Let's listen to a little bit of the soundtrack from Luis Perdejos, Forest in the Desert. Andy didn't believe that the strange message written in Times New Roman bold letters, had really appeared inside a cereal box. Nevertheless, Forrest swore that it was true, and that he had been communicating with them for quite a while now. They've always granted his requests, he said, and they've assured him that this planet would soon die off. 